I mean, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain as far as, you know, giving freedom and justice and liberty to everybody. Cut the damn music. Just cut it. I gotta get this shit off my chest. I am not having a very bad day. Well, I am. I'm having a very bad day. And I don't want to hear from all of yous. All of yous. Nobody. Not you. Tamara, no one. This is just ludicrous. I mean, I, 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 That's my Stephen A. Smith <laughs> rendition, y'all. Listen. I ain't gonna lie though. I do have some shit on my chest. I have some shit to talk about today. I really do. It is your favorite campus uncle, Uncle Fred, and um, we have a uh, a feeling, a special feeling today because I have to shout out my sister in pain, struggle, and loss on victory, the Liberated Project Chick, who is not with us this episode. Why? Because she has laryngitis. She is not doing well at all. I spoke with her. She sounds like whispers from Hoodlum. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Listen, baby. But I can't fam. I can't do this, baby. No, baby. That's how Tamara sounds, y'all. And you know what's crazy is that when I found out that she was sick three days prior to, I was sick. I was sick with a stomach flu. Oh my God, it was disgusting. But I do have someone that is here that is going to take the reins for this episode today. And it is, and I'm happy to announce, it is my brother, my brother Chi. What's up, babe? What's going on, man? Man, <laughs> Charles, you know, you're starting to get a little comfortable with this mic over here. You're getting kind of comfortable over here there, boy. What's up with you, man? Well, of course, I'm going to be comfortable with a microphone because, I mean, it's what I do. Yeah, it is. It is what you do. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. You know, so listen, y'all, we wish our sister, uh, Tamara, a speedy recovery. We need you back, homie. We love you. We miss you for the love of. It's not the same without you. You know what I'm saying? And we got we got my brother here. He's going to do the best he can to fill them shoes. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, the movement, the culture still goes on. You know what I'm saying? It still goes on. So, uh, you know, but without further ado, I do have some shit on my heart. Speaking of the culture. Oh, God. <laughs> here we go. Okay. All right, y'all. So listen. You know what? Before I get to before I get to my Stephen A. Smith rant, okay. Before I get there, how 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 the fuck are you? How you doing? I'm good. You know, I'm just getting ready for holiday season. Oh God, I'm not ready. Uh, you know, I'm not because you know what? I have not felt a true holiday spirit or anything like that for real, for real since like we were like kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, I'm a traditionalist, so like I like the snow. You know what I'm saying? I like the snow. Like, when we just recently had the snow, and, mm-hmm. like, my colleague and I, 
we're EOP. We're looking out the window and the snow was coming down mad flaky and it was slow and it was thick. I was like, yo, <laughs> this like I feel like I should just put on some PJs, have some hot cocoa and look at Charlie Brown all fucking day. That or is look at home alone. That is something that you have done. You know what I'm saying I, yeah. I like it. Now he's trying to play me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I just like it during that time like when it first when the snow first hits. Yeah. That's when I like it. But yeah. once it gets to the the feet and I can't walk in the snow and it's brick. I told my listen, I told my students <laughs> I was like Y'all want to show these kick these kicks all day. You want to show your feet, your feet pieces all day. But watch what happens as soon as that snow comes out. Oh goddamn, the the thickest pair of UGGs you've ever seen is coming out. I know I put my UGGs on. Oh yeah, I know I did. I had my UGGs on, and I was like, <laughs> yo, I was not playing because I got a lot of feet pieces. I gotta save them up, man. Of course, I save up feet pieces. You know what I'm saying? So you know, but yeah, gotta I'm break those out into the like springtime. Man, I'm definitely looking forward to the holiday. I am, I am, but. You, nah, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, Listen You know what's funny We always bypass Thanksgiving Well we don't well, Shit I do sometimes now <laughs> You know what I'm saying I bypass it because, Well I can, like, under, you know, I can listen, understand November 1st, Listen November 1st As soon as Halloween was over I was in my office Playing Christmas carols Well that's because Okay I've, I've, wor- bell, I've worked in retail Jingle bell Jingle bell rock <laughs> Jingle bell swing. Look, the I, look. You know what that just made me think of? Fresh Prince when Carlton went they yes. were decorating yes. the, the tree, yes. and he was you know doing the Carlton <laughs> dance. That's exactly what I was thinking of. I mean, I'm right there. I mean, I worked in retail, so I know the minute like, po- like around the week of Halloween. You'll get a Christmas. Oh, start seeing. You'll get a Christmas song here and there. Is there any Thanksgiving songs? No. No, there's got to be one. I don't know. I couldn't recall. Is the pumpkin patch still open? No. Why wouldn't it be? It's Thanksgiving, so you would think like the pumpkin patches. Because it's it's more average. Because when you when you think stuff? of pumpkins, that's instantly most people related to Halloween. Yeah, but that's not just a Halloween thing. Like if you look at the cookie cutter Thanksgiving stuff, like the traditional white society Thanksgiving, you will see. A pumpkin in there Pumpkins And you will see All this other stuff You know what I'm saying Like I don't really You know like But is there Thanksgiving carols No That's crazy I know mm, That's that's crazy We need to find out If there's any sort of Thanksgiving carols You know what I'm saying So but Listen This is what I want to talk about Well Before we get there again Charles we have a custom here Our custom is that We do a disclaimer Okay. These are our educated guesses, our opinions, you know, our messages, our thoughts, our processes, and everything that we do. If you got a fucking problem with it, I don't give a fuck. How about that? That that's my disclaimer. <laughs> no, no, but listen, no. Um, you know, we invite anybody up here. These are our challenges, these are our answers, our educated opinions, our guesses, you know, and if you can't get right, you're gonna get left. That's what it is. I'm down for it. Okay, cool, no problem. So we had some topics that we did want to discuss today, but because of my, our sister is not here to discuss, we're going to take a little segue. This is something that is troubling me, and it's been troubling the black community. The whole black community has been up a ride. Matter of fact, where's the barbecue? Where's the pits? Where's the barbecue pits at? 
<laughs> where's the come on? Where's our cousin uh, Uncle Musa? Get the grill going up and uh, no, that's Uncle Al. Uh, Uncle that's Uncle Al. Al. Uncle Al, come and on, colleague let's, with the burgers. <laughs> let's come on. Let's go get. Come on, because um, we gotta we gotta invite Max Kellerman. We gotta invite Ma- Max Kellerman, cousin Kellerman. Come on over to the cookout, because apparently this Colin Kaepernick shit has gone to a whole different level. My brother, have you heard about this shit? Of course I heard about okay, it. Okay, tell me about it. So it was a week ago on Tuesday where the NFL decided to send a note or a letter to Kaepernick and his representative saying that they were going to hold, they wanted to hold a workout for him on Saturday. Next thing you know, about Friday, I think it was Thursday or Friday, there was reports that was circulating stating that there was some issues with a waiver. Mm-hmm. And then the location of the workout was changed on Saturday with a couple hours before it actually was taking place. It was originally going to be at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility. It got moved from there to a local high school in Georgia. Okay. Turns around, he does his workout. He appears at the facility in a Kunta Kente shirt. Of all people, of all things, Kunta. Now, now here's, before you even finish, mm-hmm. did you have a problem with the t-shirt? No. Okay, did you have a problem with him wearing the Fidel Castro t-shirt? In that setting, yes, because I believe the Niners were playing the Dolphins in Miami. Mm -hmm. And he had a Fidel Castro shirt on and Miami, Cuba. You know, it was kind of like a... uh, That can tug at a few people, Mm -hmm. which is why... Stephen A. had his approach with the Kunta Kinte shirt. Okay, so continue with the whole narrative. Give, give oh, okay. Us, give us the whole summary in terms of like what's going on. Go ahead. So he does his workout. Originally, there was 25 teams that was supposed to be at the Falcons He's training. He's at the workout or did he move the workout? Already? When he moved the workout, originally it was supposed to be 25 teams at okay, the Atlanta Falcons. We got to get this right for yes. our audience. Okay. Originally, it's 25 teams that was going to be there and at the Falcons facility. Okay. When they moved it, I think there was only eight that was there. Eight that was able. You know what's funny about that? A lot of these motherfucking teams and shit was talking about, oh, that was like two hours out of the way. That shit was 56 minutes en route to the airport. It was 56 minutes en route to the airport. You had to drive past the high school to get to the airport. Go ahead. Continue. So he has his workout. He does good. Like, I I watched it. He did a great job. You know, one of the reporters said that he still has an elite arm. Everything. And then Cap. Held his, I want to say maybe a press conference, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. in which he pretty much is like, look, the NFL knows what's up. During a episode of, and this is a shameless plug, but episode of the Gridiron Guys podcast, which is a podcast that I produce, our cousin Russ pretty much has said all Kaepernick 
The only thing that Kaepernick didn't say to the NFL was fuck you. Because the way he the way he went about it, the things he was saying was very like, yo, y'all see what I'm like. It was like his frustration was being displayed. His frustration, his anger towards the NFL was being y'all displayed. See my face, y'all. <laughs> so then Monday no, then after that, Stephen A. Saturday night goes on his Instagram and posts a video. Okay, can I say this? Everybody in the room has some knowledge about what the hell is going on, right? Yes. Okay, cool, cool. Because I don't wanna I don't wanna seem like I'm the only motherfucker on this goddamn thing. That is highly emotional. <laughs> no, about this issue. And and here's the thing, because you know how I feel about this whole situation. Like I, you know, I haven't watched the NFL since it happened. That's very true. The, so my brother, just a backstory. Ever since Colin Kaepernick three years ago took a knee, right? And has been ousted out of the NFL. My brother has not watched one football game. Not one. Not one. He'll hear about it. He'll hear me ranting about it. Right? I not produce, one. I produce a football podcast. Right. Not Yes, he produces <laughs> a football podcast. Right? But he doesn't watch him. That's kind of like Ebro and all of them on Hot 97 where they're like, yo, I'm not, you know, Ebro's like, I haven't watched a football game since whenever, but he hears about it all the time. Right. Right. So just a little backstory, but go ahead, because I'm one of those folks that was like, okay, I'm not watching it, but I was like, damn it. Which I understand because I know a lot of people that are in the same position as you are. I like football. Right. I like football. Did that make me a bad? I felt bad as fuck. No, but see. I was like, hold on. No, but see, here's the thing. That's not my black card. No, 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 no. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) Cap never told anybody to stop watching football. And and that that kind of gave me <laughs> Cap you know, never said that. Cap never went right, on record it and was, was never like about you shouldn't watch football. Right. We made it about you shouldn't watch football. But see me personally, I started to take and maybe this was about a couple years before Cap did this whole thing. I started to look at the NFL a little different. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I used going. to, because I used to, I used to look at the like the combine, right? I combine the, was like going to a slave. Um, it was like going to a slave auction. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, and it kind of has the same type of historical type of thing. It, so it you want to see that look. Yeah. how tall they are, how wide they are, how strong they are. Can they run fast? Can they lift this? You know, can you do this? Can you do that? You know, it's the same. Type of situation mm-hmm. But it's not just the NFL it's, it's not just the NFL It's not It's not But it's more displayed With the NFL And then They glorify it Right But, but that's right, a whole right. different like, Just continue Just continue <laughs> to go Continue to Continue to go So Stephen A goes on his rant mm-hmm. And Like but Like we were saying I have a Heavy investment Into this And One thing that I learned is why was Stephen A. Smith so upset? Because Stephen A. In my opinion, has a personal ven- a personal issue with this. 
Why is it so personal? Because Stephen A admitted that he was receiving text messages from Cap's team. To do what? To help get him an opportunity to okay. to get his job back. Okay. In which Stephen A said him and other people outside of the team, Cap's team, were contacting the NFL. So you had people like Stephen A, you had other reporters, you had other people, even they, you know, Stephen A was even like saying Jay-Z. All were, <laughs> they were all working. Do you believe that? Do I? Let me, let me really ask you this question. Do I? Do, do you believe that Jay-Z had a hand <coughs> in trying to get a workout in for Colin Kaepernick? In all honesty? Yes. Okay. Because when the whole, when the whole Jay-Z situation took place, and this is where I will say, you have to, you personally have to take the emotion out of it. That's what I had to do. Now, because a lot of is us. Is it because mm-hmm. Jay-Z, why, why do you think Jay-Z did this for Colin Kaepernick? Because I think that's Jay-Z's, I think that was one of Jay-Z's long-term. Because I know what I read. I think that's one of Jay-Z's long-term plans is to get him back in that position. But Jay-Z has also said that it was never about Colin Kaepernick getting a job. You also have to take into account that at that time when Jay said that, go back and watch how Jay-Z was. I, I, he I was very the, he was very full... defensive. Right. He came off very defensive. He came off very upset because everybody... Because he, was, he mm-hmm. was very defensive because he was like, listen, everybody... Charlemagne started it off, was like, listen... Right. Why are you siding with the NFL, which is the oppressor mm-hmm. that has put this man, Colin Kaepernick, out of a job? And now here you come. You're partnering up with them. Like, what about Colin? Right. What about Colin Kaepernick? Right. And Jay-Z, I quote, said this was never about Colin Kaepernick getting a job. Right. Right. OK. So with that being said, the response to that was Jay-Z received a whole bu- Jay-Z was about to be on a chopping block. Jay-Z was about to be on a black delegation and they was about to trade his ass away. They was about to trade his ass away. I got something I to think, say about I that. Think Jay-Z's ego and his stock got attacked, right? Mm-hmm. And because of it, that's the only honestly, after words like that, I think that's the only reason why Jay-Z probably did it because he was like, listen, I took a hit for you guys. You got to make this right because it's not not only am I looking bad amongst my people, but now it's affecting my pockets. We got to make this right. We 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 got to put something together. Now the only reason why I question Jay Z's efforts in doing this is because. Jay-Z potentially wants to be a football owner, right? Right. Jay-Z knows for a fact that the fiscal week for an NFL starts on a Tuesday. Right. So if it starts on a Tuesday, why the fuck are you going to invite Colin Kaepernick into a workout on a Saturday? I'm and not, Jay-Z's going to be okay with that? I'm not. Well, first, he he has a partnership, Right. But it's the owners 
that control. The owners didn't even know about the fucking workout. Jerry Jones himself didn't even know about the shit until the day of. Now, whether they chose to agree with it or not, something different, but they didn't even know about it. Are you really going to take the word of Jerry Jones, though? No, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm I'm, just, but because, I'm just putting it out there. Be, I truly mm-hmm. think that these owners didn't even know about the shit. It's a, it's a... Or do you think that Roger Goodell... Do you think... Okay, continue. There's a there's a there's like a <laughs> it's onion. layers. There's so yes. many different layers. There's layers to it to this situation. And I just want to be clear to our audience, y'all. The word sellout is a very very sensitive word to the black community because when you hear that shit, you get so fucking offended, and now and you that, gotta throw out and that's all kinds it, of and reminders to people. And that's what happened with Stephen A. Okay, can, now talk about Stephen A. I'm sorry. So I knew going into Monday that Stephen A. was going to have a lot to say. And he was about to fire off. And this was in response to his Instagram. This was in response to his Instagram. This was in response to his Twitter war oh, with Eric, Eric Reed. Reed. Did, you, and then, did you see that shit? Yeah. Like in full context? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, they were going back and forth. Yo. <laughs> All of you need to see that shit. That they were, shit they were is going, ridiculous. But like I, and it's not the first time that these two been at it. Yeah. So I knew that he was going to do this. But what what they did was they played it smart. And ESPN got a third person involved. During their show, they had Michael Eric Dyson on. That's my man. He got a new book coming out too. Which is another reason why he was on there because he was promoting the book and, and he ironically was to defend Jay-Z. And ironically, it was it's the book on Jay. It was to defend him. I, listen, that shit, y'all need to go grab that. That comes out the 26th? Yep. This month? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to grab that. So that's when they were having the conversation. I watched it. I watched Undisputed. I watched because I wanted to hear from both these two, number these top two debate shows. And I understood where Shannon Sharp was coming from. You're talking. You're talking about undisputed. Yes, I understood where Michael Sh- Eric Dyson was there too. No, 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 no. But I'm saying I understood where Shana Sharp was coming from, and I understood where Stephen A. was coming from. But Stephen A. was being the he was being defensive, so he was lashing out and going at people. Max was kind of trying to. Why be, was he lashing out and being so defensive? Because he was he was off. He was emotional. About what? What was the black community saying to him in response he to needs his to video? Get, he needs to get the fuck out of here. But why were they saying that about Stephen A. Smith? Because they felt because they felt like he was Colin attacking. Kaepernick. He was attacking Colin. He was saying that he was done. He was stupid. This was you know even even ESPN during their during their show they had a caption on top of the TV that's a dunce cap. Hold on, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Like dunce, as in like D-U-N-C-E dunce? Yes. I would. Do y'all know what dunce means? Audience, do you know what the word dunce means? Like dunce is not like a, it's not like a, a, a illegitimate t- 
Oh, wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother is just showing me evidence that the ESPN network has put up a caption. So you know how like on on first take or on these debate shows, they have like the taglines and these taglines are pretty much, you know, like um, they give you like um, visuals as to what the topic they're talking about. Well, on the title, it says dunce cap with a question mark. Like dunce cap. And cap is spelled how? And cap is spelled with K-A-P. Yo. And look who is the look no, 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 the no, figure no, 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 no. who is okay, spearheading okay, okay. this shit. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, so hold on, hold on, God. hold on, because I took this shot. I took I personally took this picture on my Facebook. I took it. And when I posted it, I had a caption behind it. And I spoke about what ESPN was doing. And this is why Jamel Hill, like, you know, Jamel Hill left, Michael Smith left. How Michael Smith felt like when, after he left ESPN, it felt like he was out of the matrix. Everybody was responding to the picture and was talking about Stephen A, not what I said. And that's what I said. I said, so if I took this screenshot and it was of Max, or if it was of the whole group, would y'all still be talking about Stephen A? Or is it because I took the picture of Stephen A that y'all are attacking Stephen A again and forgetting what I'm talking about? Okay, so get okay. That's a whole nother topic. Yes. But let's get back into this Stephen A. Smith thing because I, I do want to get back to that. So let's remember that because there, there's there's a whole different there's layers. ESPN is using this brother. There's layers. I have my own take on Stephen A. as well. Okay, so, so Colin Kaepernick. He all right. So just to provide a narrative in mm-hmm. terms of a timeline, Colin Kaepernick on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. finds out that the NFL is forging a workout for him to show up on on a Saturday. Yes. Okay. Again, reminder, for those of you who know, but let me just inform the audience, the fiscal week for NFL starts on a Tuesday. Because the players are off. Because the players are off on Monday. Okay. It, well, it's optional. It's upon the discretion of the coach. Right. So if you win... On Sunday, you're off more than likely on a Monday, and then you start the work week on Tuesday, preparing for Sunday. Okay? So, Tuesday, he gets the word that, hey, you're invited to a workout on Saturday. Okay? Cool. Cap's people, correct me if I'm wrong, Kaepernick's people are asking the NFL, hey, can we push the workout back? Because th- now I'm adding context, okay? They're like, can we push the workout back? Because that's not enough time for both parties to really gather everything. Can we do that? The NFL says no, correct? Correct. Okay, so the NFL says no. So Kaepernick still agrees. Okay, cool. I'll show up. So he shows up on Saturday. And then the day of... That afternoon, because I believe the workout was supposed to be at three o'clock, right? Yeah. Okay. So he shows up at, he's in Atlanta and he's about to drive towards the location. And at 2.30, something happens. What happens is, is that the NFL now 
provides a waiver form. Which I believe they knew about the waiver, I want to say Thursday, that they knew about it. And then that's when the discussion started to take place. Okay, because I heard it was the day before. I heard it was the day of. Okay. Okay, so when they heard about this, okay, and they heard about this waiver, Kaepernick's folks felt that it was a standard waiver, right? It was supposed to be the standard waiver that every NFL or aspiring NFL player who's trying to try out is supposed to sign off. It's a health waiver that pretty much waives the rights of the NFL to not only not guarantee you a job, but if you were to get hurt, you can't Workers sue comp. the NFL. Workers comp. Right. Okay. But this wasn't a standard waiver. They they put a special clause in for Kaepernick pretty much waiving his rights to sue the NFL if there's any wrongdoing within this whole process. So not only that, the, the NFL becomes absolved of any wrongdoing. And in the future, Kaepernick, if there's anything that that Kaepernick can prove in terms of collusion or any sort of discriminatory efforts against the NFL, he won't be able to do it. So Kaepernick and his legal team and his agent tell Kaepernick, they advise him, don't sign this. So the NFL then, right, are still trying to plead him, you need to show up for this workout. So Kaepernick's legal team gets the actual NFL waiver, not this new shit, but this waiver for him to sign. They sent it to the NFL. NFL said, no, that's not happening. So not only that, now Kaepernick has also questions. Well, who's going to be the wide receivers I'm throwing to? And not only that, can my media team be a part of this? NFL's like, there's no media involved. We control 100% of the footage. We will record the footage and we will disseminate the footage to the NFL, right? And the NFL is telling him, we will ensure you that all of this footage, all will get to 32 teams. Mind you, 25 of those 32 teams are there, right? Okay. Now, do you really think that Colin Kaepernick and his team in the NFL who already settled a collusion case and Kaepernick allegedly won and settled it out, right? Do you really think that Colin Kaepernick's team is going to submit and capitulate to some bullshit like that? No. Okay. So what ends up happening is Colin Kaepernick tells the NFL Without telling them, fuck you, I'm going to do my own workout. I'm going to move my workout to another spot. And I'm going to invite all the media that you don't want to be there. I'm going to invite all the media out to see me work out. Right? And I'm going live. And I'm going live on YouTube. I'm going live so that everybody can see me live and direct. Right. And they can make their own opinions about me in full transparency. Mm -hmm. Correct. OK. Yeah. So now Colin Kaepernick, within a span of an hour, because he moves the workout, the original workout was at three o'clock. It was supposed to be at, and then he moved it an hour back and it's at four o'clock. The workout is 56 minutes away from the Atlanta Falcons facility, which is en route to the airport. 
These 32 teams or 25 teams that came out said that, oh, we, that's too much turnaround time. We can't do that. We can't make that. But eight of those teams made that drive. Why? Because it's en route to the fucking airport. So they show up. They look at Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick says, okay, boom. You know, he does his thing and then he makes a speech at the end, right? Okay. Yep. So we're pretty caught up, y'all. We caught up? Okay, cool. So now we're talking about Stephen A. And I open up the show sounding like Stephen A and doing like his rant because I really want to, brother, if you out here, I I wish I can talk to you. You could have called this radio show to ain't talk to Fuck that. Him. I'm the bruz. You the bruz too. You, you find me. I'm going to find you. Okay. You, you, I really want to talk to you because what you said in response to Colin Kaepernick and this whole initiative, to some degree, I understand you. Okay. And, and, and now I'll get to that part. Okay. So let's talk about the Stephen A. Smith, like in depth, like talk about what he said and then moving forward into the black community, pretty much saying like he's an Uncle Tom and that he's a sellout. Okay. All right. First of all, have you ever been called a sellout? A sellout? No. Okay. I've never and I hope to (laughs) never in my life be called a sellout. Okay. But I know people... On this campus and off this campus that have been called sellouts to their faces indirectly and 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 um directly, right? That you are an Uncle Tom, that you do not care about black people. And they were hurt. They were hurt. Okay. So and we'll and I'll end. We will end this uh, segment talking about the word sellout. Okay. 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 All right. You still with me? Pound me down, bro. Okay. Here we go. So, Stephen A. Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Goes on his was it Instagram? Yeah. He goes on Instagram and he pretty much gives his two cents about Colin Kaepernick's decision to not show up for the NFL workout. This was immediately after. Immediately after, right? And pretty much he said Colin Kaepernick has ruined his chances with the NFL. You are like, you don't want to play. His words, he said, you don't want to play. You want to be a martyr. Pretty much you only care about yourself and your cause. Football is not football is something that you don't want to do because you're not taking it seriously. Right. And and I'm and I'm I'm not quoting. I'm kind of paraphrasing, paraphrasing. Right. And when Stephen A. Smith said that that shit went everywhere. Now, let's talk about the power and the influence of Stephen A. Smith real quick. Let's, because I, 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 I know was, there was a shift, and I know exactly because where. Because Stephen A. Smith, right? I don't know if you know this, but, e, e, you know, Stephen A. Smith has been fired a couple times from ESPN. I, followed, I, fo- I have followed Stephen A. Smith since 2000. He has been fired a couple times, right? 
And Stephen A. Smith has come a long way, a very long way, Mm -hmm. right? Very, very long way. And now it's to the point where Stephen A. Smith now is the number one paid sports analyst on ESPN. I say personnel. Well, whatever. Yeah. Number one paid. Mm Mm-hmm. He just he just got that fat contract. So now Stephen A. Smith is the go to guy. He is the person. Something a breaking news happens. Who do you got on there? Stephen A. Stephen A. Never fails. Right. Okay. So Stephen A. Has influence like he is the man. To some degree, we might not like it. Some of us might think whatever, but we want to hear what Stephen A. has to say. And it's not even it doesn't even have to be just sports. It could be politics, entertainment. You know, you're looking for a good laugh or something like that. You're looking for what he's got to say about it. We respect the intellect and the opinion of this man because he's proven worthy to give it. He has. He's proven worthy to give it. So now the black community hears the counter, the antonym of what we expect for him to say in response to Colin Kaepernick. And we're looking like, what the fuck? Like now we're looking as if like, oh, he done drunk. He he done sunk into the, to the sunken place. He done got to the sunken place. Can I say something? Yes, you can, please. Okay. So following Stephen A from like 2000 till now, he has been released from ESPN multiple times. I think it was probably two times that he's been released. There was a sudden change in Stephen A's attitude because Stephen A was the unapologetic black man on airwaves before there was anyone else. Something happened a couple years ago. Remember Ray Rice? Yep. Remember the punch in elevator? Yep. Okay. So during a segment on first take Mm -hmm. and everybody was going at Ray Rice, Stephen A made a comment. Stephen A was like, everybody's going out, but what if she did something to provoke him to do this? Which boy, oh boy, caused Michelle Beadle, who ironically enough is no longer employed with ESPN because she said fuck the NFL. She said she went at Stephen A for that, and Michelle Beadle at the time was ESPN's darling. Mm -hmm. That was that that was their their white darling. Okay, and once she voiced her opinion and went at Stephen A. The heads of ESPN went to Stephen A and said, you have to issue an apology. Mm. Like, we're going to take you off air for a few days. Okay. But when you come back, you have to issue this apology to her. Okay. And to anyone else that was offended. Okay. Don't let this happen again. So now Stephen A is towing a line where he can't be what he used to be. Gotcha. Because he's like, okay, ESPN is the pinnacle 
of where all sports journalists and personnel want to go to because it's the number one sports network. Mm-hmm. So now he's like, okay, now I have to toe this line and I have to not be this way because I seen what they did to Jamel Hill. Which was some shit. I seen what they what they did with her. How they phased her out. How Shout they phased how they phased Michael Smith out. Yeah, that was another bad brother right there. That whole dynamic duel was crazy. Right. So now he has to kind of be in that position. What does Michael Smith do now? He actually is um Segway, what the, is it? the chief officer for uh media company in out in LA. Okay, go ahead. Continue. So now that he is here now, he's like, okay, now I just I, I can't be the way I used to be. I have to kind of kiss ass, which is what a lot of people don't want to see him do. Okay. Continue. This is context, y'all. This is context. This is putting things in perspective. Go ahead. So now you take into account his position and what he's saying. So now everybody is getting on Stephen A. And he's going back, going back, going back with everybody. In the middle of the show, he gets a text message from Tara Owens. In the middle of what show? First take. Okay. And this is in response to the Instagram and all the haters yes. and all that stuff. Okay, go ahead. And T.O., he says, I just received a text message from T.O. and he reads the text message. Mm-hmm. And he, T.O. basically is saying... Terrell Owens, y'all. Hall of Famer. He's basically saying... You are reacting off of emotion. You don't have all your facts together. You have no clue what you're talking about. This is why the people are saying what they're saying about you. And he said, I'm going to respond to him when I get back from commercial. And you can see in his face, he was pissed. Stephen A. Smith. Yes. Okay. He was pissed. But at this time, but at this time. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody really understand or not understood or knew why Stephen A. Smith was investing or what why he was right. reacting no, and such. Nobody way. knew it. Okay. Nobody knew it. Okay. So then he had. By the way, let me make this very clear. I do not agree with Stephen A. Smith. So and on this position, I don't. So, so what he happens to do is he happens to have receipts, air quotes receipts. So he pulls the waiver wire. The that cap signed in 2011, mm-hmm. and he showed it. He's like, "This is," and he pointed. This is his signature right here. Then he pulls the waiver wire that was presented to him on Saturday. Yeah, or or, and he said same thing with just one section that was included, and he read it. He read the section and was like. And he didn't sign it. So now he starts to dive in and he starts to dig in. He's like, they was contacting, Cap's people was contacting me months in advance leading up to this. He didn't hear from them for like a week, like two weeks. He didn't hear from them. After, like before this, he stopped hearing from them. So Stephen A, to be clear, Mm -hmm. Stephen A. Smith didn't hear from Cap's People, people leading two weeks leading up to this and after no 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 he's saying that because i thought he said that he didn't like since this has happened he hasn't heard from them. right he hasn't 
Okay. All right. So just to be clear, so he has. So since this event has taken place, Kaepernick's team has not reached out to Stephen A. Smith. Correct. Okay. Now, Kaepernick. To be clear, to the audience, Stephen A. Smith, in relation to Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick was trying to get an opportunity to get a tryout, and was reaching out to Stephen A. Smith as an ally. Right. To work on the opportunity. Yes. Okay. So Stephen A has been on record stating that he's heard, like he heard from NFL because he talked to the NFL personally. Mm-hmm. And he said that he talked to some owners personally. And they were all saying that if he went to, if he attended this workout, showed them, he'd have a job in two weeks. That's what he said. That he would have a job in two weeks. In which Max said, How do you know that this is true? Like, how do you like you you can't they, they can't guarantee this? So Stephen A lashed out, continues to lash out, said he was gonna have some words for Eric Reed. I didn't catch what he said there about Eric Reed, but then today TO happened to be on set. Not on set, but he was he was at the show. And Stephen A, Max, T.O. were all talking. In the mix of these of this conversation, T.O. hit Stephen A with a gut punch. What was the gut punch? I T.O. said, I've been in the streets. I'm in the streets every day. And a lot of people are saying that Max is being more black than you. All right. Now, I'm glad we got there. Because now this is, okay, that's what we need to talk about, right? So Stephen A. Smith felt offended yes. by that shit, right? Because the minute he said that, he instantly was like, hold on, wait, wait, time out. You, you, you crossed the line. You a sellout. And now you got this white boy over here who has all this privilege to say what he's saying and he sounds blacker than you and all the black folks are like siding with Max and they are like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's my response to this. Okay. For the love of, I'm going to be very honest and real with you. As always. The black community, my community, our community always do we always do this when we don't hear what we want to hear every time when someone goes against the grain we bump up and that's what Stephen A said Stephen A said you want me to march to the same beat as you you want me to be in line marching with you to this like the same way you're marching but I'm not doing that I'm marching with like I'm with you but I'm not going in the same path as you to get to where we need to get to. Now, talk about path, right? Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith and his background, he's a white collared worker where all he has worked with is these executives, top executive people. Disney is owned by ESPN, right? No, Disney owns ESPN. Well, well other way around, right? I'm about to say nobody, nobody owns, by, nobody owns ESPN Disney. ESPN is owned by Disney, right? Okay, cool, right? So when he gets his check, Disney pretty much is financing that. 
Stephen A. Smith once came out with a quote just recently. He said, listen, the Jay-Z's and the Diddy's of the world, or whatever, those are a one in a billion chance. He's like, but if you really look at me, I am the American dream. And I had to think about that. I said, wait a minute, hold on. Well, he said, because when you look at Jay-Z, he's a billionaire. He's a mogul. That's like one in a billion chance coming from a neighborhood and a, and a background he's coming from. Mm-hmm. That's one in a billion chances that you'll get that opportunity or that you'll make that type of success. Right. But you look at someone like Stephen A who came from nothing. Right. Hollis, Queens. And, and right? Max, Max talked a little bit right. about the background. Went so. to school. Right. You're talking about a guy that was illiterate. It took his friends to teach him how to read. Yep, that's what Max was saying. And I'm saying how to put pen to paper and how to do it. It took them to do that, mm-hmm. right? And he worked his way up from North Carolina, well, from Hollis, Queens to North Carolina to Philly to New York to, to the present, right? Washington Post, To Washington Fox, and all that stuff, right? You CNN. To yeah. now he has this big fat contract. He went to school for it, has all his credentials, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff that probably 80% of the black community is trying to do. And I thought about that. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're kind of right. That's kind of like what the average person could potentially achieve. They have a greater propensity of trying to gather that or get that or to obtain that type of success. But still, you're still fucking wrong. You're still wrong, Stephen A. Smith, and I'm going to tell you why, okay? Reason why is because, this, and, and there's this quote that I asked my colleagues here to get, and it says here, and I quote, when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. When Colin Kaepernick started this, he was a football player, but his goal, right, was to show awareness to the social injustices that the police department had amongst black and brown people. The ill killings of all those folks, right, that were unarmed, that lost their lives due to police brutality. So Collins started kneeling, and in efforts in kneeling to show forth awareness, he paid the ultimate price. He has not got a job. For three years, he has been ready. For three years, he has been denied. That was one of the quotes that he said at his speech, right? Yes. Okay. Now, we talk about that quote. When you think about quitting, think about why you got started. I'm pretty sure in Colin Kaepernick's mind, somewhere down the line, he felt, you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to get this opportunity again. I might as well just call it, you know, I could work out every day, but I'm pretty sure for three years, you got to have some fucking doubt in your mind that the NFL is not going to call you for a for an actual tryout to go and be a part of this fraternity of 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 men that we call football players. Right. So, yes. Stephen A. Smith, along with a whole bunch of alliance of other black professionals and white white professionals, right, have advocated and have tried to pull strings to get Colin Kaepernick back into the graces of the NFL. I agree with Stephen A. Smith about that. And the reason why Stephen A. Smith is making it so personal, because he's a part of those efforts. 
Colin Kaepernick and his team has reached out to um, Stephen A. Smith to help him get this together. Not just Stephen A., but the Shannon Sharps, right? I'm saying Uh, the Chris Carters, they've reached out to people like, hey, let's try to make this work. I want to get back in. But if I'm going to make it like, but here's where the two different types of Negroes are. Right. You have one that is willing to climb the mountain, but will capitulate to do so. Then you have the other who's willing to take the long road and will not, they will bend, but they will not break or sacrifice their personal morals, right, to obtain a job. If they're going to get a job, you are going to take me in the way that I am. If you can take the Ray Rices, the Ray Lewises, You can take these white people who are killing their wives and beating their wives and doing all this shit, right? You got all this brutality in the NFL and you're giving them second, third, fourth chances. I have not done anything to create an injustice for anyone trying to obtain a job. I'm not sacrificing that. Sure, I wore a Kunta Kente shirt. So what? So what? That's better than me coming into to a job with blood on my shirt. So what? So I get the fact that Stephen A. Smith feels so passionate about why, because to him, he, again, he's a white collar worker. He's looking at an opportunity. He's like, Colin, just show up. The cards ain't stacked against you. I like this quote that Stephen A. says. My my sister, my, my sister in pain and struggle and also in victory, right? She she just sent me something. She said, freedom of speech. It's called freedom of speech. I can wear a shirt. Shit. I can wear a shirt and it got Rocky on it. I got Rocky Balboa on it, right? I got a shirt that says like, hey, shit, like, you know, there's a shirt out there like good pussy inspired me. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Right? Would you feel better if Colin Kaepernick went to the workout with a shirt that said "Good Pussy Inspired Me"? That's a throwback. The NFL would the NFL would take him for that, right? They'd be like, "Ain't no problem with that, y'all." Come on in. They switched it though. Come on in, but you, but Kuta Kente, oh fuck that, nah. And you and you know the first you know it's crazy to know the first person that saw that and had a problem with it was one of our own. It was Stephen A. Smith. So Howard Bryant works for ESPN. The person that was there. He was there. Mm-hmm. He said something that stood out and has been kind of the quote that's been circulating throughout the week. Which he said that you don't want black advocacy, you want black obedience. Mm, shit. Listen. That's how oh. they <laughs> And 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 he and that guy was one of the first Stephen A thought that he was going to get support mm-hmm. from this guy. Listen, that same guy did a uh an interview with Roland um Roland Martin. Yep. Uh the guy uh the 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 black politician, he's an mm-hmm. alpha, right? Mm-hmm. Very high spoken political person, right? Advocate for black people, all that stuff, whatever, no doubt. He went on that show, sounded completely different 
than what he sound like when he was being interviewed on first take with ESPN. He had to sound completely political, politically correct, like he was protecting his job. But when he went on Roland Martin, it was like, listen, y'all, listen. <laughs> he was like, like they didn't talk on first take that when people were pulling up that there were racist bigots out there protesting against Colin Kaepernick. Right. They didn't talk about that. They didn't mention that. But then also in the same breath, a hundred plus people. Well, I think I think he did mention that there was one or two. Right, but there was more than that. Yeah. But then he also did mention about how like there was the strong support of Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick out there at the practice facility. So why am I saying all of this? Here's my initial problem, Charles. People, the word sellout bothers me so much. It bothers me so much because once upon a time, people thought Martin Luther King was a sellout. Shit, you want to you wanna go into biblical times? People thought Jesus Christ was a sellout. Why are you meeting with them? You should be over here with us. People thought Gandhi was a fucking sellout. People thought Bill Clinton, people thought Barack Obama was a sellout. Our own people was ready to chastise our own. Yep. And now here we have Colin Kaepernick and we have Stephen A. Smith who have two differences in opinions. Stephen A. Smith is looking at it in a way in which he's like, listen, it's an opportunity. And not only that, it's an opportunity that people that are advocating for you have tried to put together for you. Just show up. But then on the same breath, you got Colin Kaepernick. He's like, I did show up. But when I showed up, they wanted me to remove all my rights in order for me to get this opportunity, I can't do that, Stephen A. Smith. Which is, which is kind of not funny, but it's interesting because Kaepernick's campaign is called Know Your Rights. Know Your Rights. <laughs> it's called Know Your Rights. This man knows his rights and he's around people that protects his rights. Why are you go why are you so upset with the man who knows his rights is not going to sell him away just for an opportunity? If I'm going to get this opportunity at the NFL wants me, you are going to take me as I am in, in all entirety with freedom. Freedom. So what if I wear a Fidel Castro shirt? What the fuck does that got to do with me playing in the NFL? You got people up here that damn near are like millions and millions of dollars in debt. They 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 do all kinds of bad shit. I do none of that. And you chastise me because I brought forth awareness to something that you don't like. Because it affects their bottom dollar. Right. Stephen A. Smith, I go back to you, brother. Stephen, brother Smith, I love you. But I, I, you're wrong on this, and I'm going to tell you why. I understand that there is a personal investment in this initiative for you that, that you might have put on for Kaepernick, right? 
and you feel some type of way. But you can't get mad at the black community looking at you funny. You can't get mad at that, brother. Nope. Now, granted, they kind of went overboard in terms of calling you a sellout. That's too that's too trash. That's too tra tragic. That's too extreme. I don't agree with that. I will never call you a sellout. But what I will say is you you, you, you kind of confused their brother. You kind of confused a little bit. OK, because at the end of the day, you can talk about all the accolades, all the things, all this, all that. I've did this. I've done this. I've done this. I do that. All it takes is one thing for you to change an entire legacy. All it takes is one thing you said or one thing you did that erases every fucking thing you've done. That's all it takes. So, yeah, you up there talking about some the black community. How the hell do you not know who I am? Do you not know what I've done? Do you not know what this did? I get what you're saying. And I completely understand. But that don't matter right now. And the reason why it doesn't matter right now is because you do have a brother that right, that right now the NFL and public tried to do an okie doke on him. They try to fuck him over. With no lubricant. Nothing. They tried to hire. They, they, they. You already know. You, Stephen A., you already know that this was some funny shit to begin with. You said it yourself. But but I will I will say this. You were consistent. You said just show up. Don't say nothing. Just show up to the workout. But that didn't happen. And you knew that. And you know what? I think the NFL knew that, too. The NFL did this. Sh why do you think the NFL did this damn workout? Chi, why do you think? Why do you think they did this workout? <sighs> To clean their hands. To clean their hands. Okay. Clean their hands from what, though? Because I can answer that for you if you want me to. I believe that they wanted to do it because, like, what you were saying, they wanted to control the, the filming, the video, all that. So then when they distribute, because T.O. brought it up. T.O. was like, we sit there in interviews for hours hours, hour, two hours. And then y'all only get five minutes. Y'all get what they send. So now we have to try to combat what is being sent. But I sat in out I sat in a room for like two hours talking to y'all. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the same. Like Cap would have to sit there and try to explain himself to these people of what they seen. Right. Which was forged right. and edit. People, so. need to, people need to understand this. And then you know what? The, the NFL is a multi-billion, almost a trillion dollar corporation. And then in terms of all of this, here's another name that's thrown out there, and that's Jay-Z. Right? Uh -huh. Jay-Z's thrown in the midst. Oh, Jay-Z helped, you know, and I'm rooting for him. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. But then the details start coming out. I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. This don't sound right. 
this don't sound right. If Jay-Z is a part of this, right, why would he agree to sabotage Colin Kaepernick? Because that's what it was. The NFL kind of knew that Colin Kaepernick would not agree to none of this shit. Which then will make, which then will give them the power to create the narrative of, oh, well, we gave him, we, we presented, gave him, we right. presented him this. Right. He's acting like a diva. We don't right. want him. Right. But let me ask you this. Why would Jay-Z, the guy who has. Who, well, we're, we're, Stephen A is saying like people are saying that Jay had something to do. Has something to do with, with it. OK. It, and, I, and I get and I get that. Just like I just can, like I can, mm-hmm. I can I can I can take that if, if Jay-Z has some input like, OK, listen, you got to give this man. You know, get, you got to give him an opportunity, y'all. Right. You you want to clear this up? You want to clean this but up? Then, give him an op- but then people, the reports that came out, I believe it was Sunday, mm-hmm. that Jay was upset because Cap turned it to a publicity stunt. Which was all bullshit. Which, which was all bull. But when I seen the report, I literally seen it on my timeline. I kept scrolling. But because, <sighs> but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why people are rolling with it. Why people started saying, oh, like, look, even Jay's upset about this. Because people know how Jay moves and Jay moves in silence and Jay don't like to have his shit all put out there, what he's doing. So when people heard that report, they're like, well, it makes sense. But you know, but you know what? I'm going to tell you something. The very reason why the media is manipulating all the shit, that's the very reason why Kaepernick wanted them there in the first place, because he wanted to eliminate all of this hearsay. Oh, yeah. All of this shit. Come see me live and direct. Bring your cameras. Bring all that shit. Take pictures, all that shit. Mm-hmm. See for yourself. Right. I have nothing to hide here. Nothing. A sellout? I you don't. Think, you think Stephen A. Smith's a sellout? No. Okay. You think Jay-Z's a sellout? No. Black community, listen to me. There are multiple ways to skin a cat. Always has been. But I think what we're seeing here is you're seeing Malcolm versus Martin. That's what you're seeing. You are seeing the house nigga and the field nigga. You are seeing, right, two sides of one coin that had the same worth that people use every day. And and the media is manipulating it and it's dependence against each other. And it's and, and it's ridiculous. I'm not falling for the trap. That's why I tell people that they need to take the emotion out of it. And look at facts. No problem. Right. But how can you not be emotional no, 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 about not, this? I'm not saying to, but the reason why I say you need to take it out is because when, and this was in my, like me learning in my class that I take now, when we react off of emotion, most of the time we make poor decisions. We, we make poor decisions. Like that's why, that's why what happened last week, which you obviously you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. which is why our moms told you not to show up. 
because right. you were too emotional about that situation. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so, the insider, y'all. It's the insider. Right. <laughs> but I had to realize that because me personally, like me, we both are emotional people. Yeah, I am. So we I, both I react off of emotion all the time. But I had to realize I had to take steps back before I react to things. Be Sell out though. No, no. And I'm not saying that he is, but Max brought up some valid points. Max was saying how Stephen A grew up illiterate, couldn't read, couldn't write. His friends taught him, family members taught him. Mm -hmm. they, they all taught him. He also went off and said that his mother worked her ass off every day. Literally two, three jobs. Also went off to say he, Max, is a Jewish person. He's Jewish. So his mentality is to think against the oppressor. So that's why he has that mentality of going against people, going against the oppressor, because that's how he was raised. But he himself is like, but I can never know what it's like to be in y'all position. So he he doesn't like the whole entire invite to the cookout. I hate that term. I hate it because... I thought that was a slap in the face when they said, Max Kellerman, you can be invited to the... But you know what? I, I had to agree with Max. No, it's not. It, because a lot of shit that he was saying was like, yo, because Max, you're right. Because Max is thinking outside of that realm. Max is the one that is sitting there kind of like how Skip is. Kind of how Skip. Skip will sit there. Skip is like, I don't know what it's like. I'm not a black person. Skip Bayless from Undisputed uh, Yard. And he's always been that way. He's always been like, I don't, but, I under, but I'm against it. Gotcha. So, okay. So, last points. Final thoughts. Sell out. Colin Kaepernick, Stephen A. Smith, everything rolled into one. Your final thoughts, your final take. My final take and thoughts on this whole situation is, is that we just need to just not go off emotion. We need to not go off emotion. We need to use our mind, rationalize everything, um, stop trying to do exactly what they want us to do because we're falling right into their trap. Okay. My final thought about Colin Kaepernick and this whole situation, Colin, I don't think you should play football anymore. I've been saying that. I don't think you should. I don't think you should have tried to be a part of the NFL because now, after Saturday, this this now we all know it was more than football, but now this really has become more than football. You can try on any other. You could try the XFL. No. The CFL. You could try arena football. I don't care. If you really want to play football, play football, but not in the NFL. That Because that I don't think that's going to happen for you. But I won't be surprised if the Jets, the Washington Redskins or someone is like, hey, we'll take a shot. I would not be so don't let it be the Washington Redskins. Oh boy. Okay, so listen, that that whoa, you talk about a riot. Okay, but in terms of the sellout thing, here's my whole thing. Black community, listen, y'all. I love y'all. I love us. 
But if we are for each other, we have we have got to stop displaying our disagreements in the public eye all the time because God damn, like that just destroys any agenda that we have in terms of moving forward. That's all I gotta say. It's your favorite campus uncle, y'all. I'm here with my uh my uh brother here, my brother with the same mother. You know what I'm saying? Um Chi, Chi's in the building, y'all. Thank you so much for enjoying this this uh app. You know, Charles, hopefully this won't be the last I appreciate that we have it. you. You know what I I'm appreciate saying? it. I and, do want uh, I do wanna say something before we get off air. I need you to read this. Okay, what am I reading? Read the top. Read no. that. Read that. No. <laughs> oh, am I reading this part or like which part? Which which part? You said read the top. Read that. Oh my god. <laughs> this is this has been your your favorite campus uncle y'all. And uh we are out y'all. Peace.